Happy Lakers are out of the playoffs day, everybody, and welcome back to Round Bag Bets, powered by Betsports. We are your daily dose of quick hit handicapping and sports betting picks. I'm Alex Christensen, and joining me as always is Mr. Andy Molitor. And before I gloat more and more about the Lakers, because that's why it be the only thing I talk about today, we have joining us again for his second time on the show, the founder of PropSwap himself, Mr. Luke Burgandy. How goes things, Luke? How are the Masters? Are tickets just flying off the shelves, if you will? <laughs> yeah. Hey guys. Hey Alex. Hey Andy. Thanks for having me on. Um, yeah. I mean, obviously a uh, a certain golfer who went to Stanford has decided he's going to play, uh, and you could have got him at a hundred to one odds, you know, three months ago to win the Masters, and he's now down to about forty to one. Um, so yes, we have not even started golf, and we are flipping Tiger Woods tickets among uh, among a few others. I think. You know, with us, you can make a small profit if you line shop. So, like, if Zalatoris is, you know, let's use Morikawa. So, Morikawa is 22 to 1 at FanDuel, but he's 18 to 1 at other books. So, you could post that 22 to 1 ticket on PropSwap and sell it now before, you know, we're obviously in round one, just as one example. But Tiger, of course, is is the loudest example, and uh, he's his odds have been cut in half, if not more. With uh, with what he seems to be uh, putting forward, you know, Andy, I thought he was talking about Mav McNeely. Yeah, Mav Mav McNeely, Mav McNeely. God, he might be almost as rich, but Tiger does have all that Nike money. He's doing just fine. Yeah, no, that's it's been super interesting with just Tiger Watch taking completely over things. And last time we had you on, there was golf going on, and we mentioned it briefly. And like, I, as I pulled up Prop Swap and looked at it, like there were tickets on there for that tournament that week. In fact, there was a bunch, way more than I thought we'd see for you know a shitty tournament like that. Mm-hmm. But um, now that we're into you know major territory, this is stuff where you know if I wanted to bet on Luke List to win the 3M Open right now, that's just not a market that's available anywhere. But for the play, or excuse me, the PGA, the U.S. Open, and the Open, you're going to find a lot of places that have those major ticket, you know, those major, uh, what do you call it, just markets up right now. Where you see a lot of the guys that I know that bet golf, they try to get, you know, it's not, it's like stocks, buy low, sell high. I mean, that's the whole, the whole point of, you know, what you're doing with the ticket exchange you have there is, a lot of these guys will try to get ahead of like, oh, I'm going to get a Scotty, you know, if you, if you got a Scotty Scheffler ticket. Yeah. Or even a Sam Burns ticket to win the Masters five, six months ago. If you said, you know, Scotty's finally going to break through, this is it. I'm getting a Masters ticket. The price was a lot better. So I think that's where a lot of those guys will start doing that now. You know, we're six weeks away from another major, if you want to already look to that. And then the other two as we go through the summer, about a month, month and a half apart. So I, I'm guessing we'll start to see some for that, but probably really Masters heavy this week. And I mean, is that are you able are you able to tell like when they place the bets? I suppose a lot of it is just looking at the price. Yeah, no, of course. When you post a bet on props off, you tell us where the bet was made. You tell us what state it's from. When did you make the bet? How much did you bet? Um, so, you know, if you got if you bet a hundred bucks on Tiger at a hundred to one, that would cash for ten thousand. So, you know, we'll say, all right, you can sell that for 250 right now. And then we'll say, okay, you know, we use, we just use uh, the average odds of the top five sports books in the country. And we say, okay, your, your $100 Tiger bet is now worth 250 um, And yeah, no, I, I absolutely are people posting these already. Uh, but yeah, you, you brought up Scotty Scheffler. That's a perfect guy who you got him at 101. He's literally the number one golfer in the world right now. 
his odds are down to 15 to one. Like to me, like get rid of a Scotty Scheffler bet. Like I, I can't sell that quick enough. You know, you're making, if you got him at a hundred and the odds are now 15, which they are, you're making seven times what you paid for it. So like how many guys, this, how many betters this weekend are going to make seven X on their money? You know, like very, very few. And that's where this goes back to, this is way back. Something that my guy, Christian Pina said to me forever ago, because he was always a big guy as far as getting way ahead of some of these tickets. If he thought, you know, this is just a stupid number, but I think he always had that little bit of a uh, FOMO as far as he's like, man, if I sell this and just flip it for, you know, five, 10 X on prop swap, I'm going to be sad if it wins. Yeah. So he was, he was always the bet it twice guy. Yeah. Where he, yeah. He'd, bet, he'd bet it. Like if he had an amount he wanted to bet on it, he'd bet it twice for half that. And then he'd put one on prop swap and keep one for himself. So, yes. I mean, so a seven X seven X profit is more like six X, which is still good. And then you still get to ride it out if you want to. So I yes. think that's, that's maybe something I'd look towards doing as far as strategy. A hundred percent. We hear that all the time. They're like, Hey, like I've got this Jokic MVP ticket or, you know, I've got this Phoenix Suns NBA future right now. Like I would love to sell it. Like five X sounds great, but I'm going to hate myself if the Suns win or Jokic wins the MVP. And Andy, to your point, our solution is, Make two tickets, right? Just give yourself some options so that if you've got, you know, uh, a Scheffler ticket and you can sell it for 7X right now, great. To your point, it will be a 6X return because you've made two bets, but at least you've come so far. This guy's odds have shifted so drastically. You know, this golf tournament in Augusta hasn't even started yet. Make that 7X return, cover all your the rest of your bets for the weekend, and then you still have another Scheffler ticket in your pocket. Yeah, you're you're free rolling. Plus, you've won money. Plus, you have a super plus EV ticket. Like, it's just the best of all worlds. So, yes. God, now I just have to I have to start going down to Iowa more and getting some of these paper tickets. Like, I was I was in Iowa last weekend for a, a youth volleyball tournament. I was googling like, how far am I from Waterloo? Because I know there's yeah. a will help. Like, yeah, it wasn't it wasn't far enough to get there between volleyball games, but definitely something I'm going to be looking for. Like I said, we're six weeks away from another major. I have some guys in mind for that one as well, as far as uh, some people that. Have could accrue some value and you know we still have the the promotion we're still you know giving away that uh, deposit match over here for anybody that signs up using our code alex it's a great example with the shitty ending like your Bengals ticket was beautiful because yeah you had the best Bengals super bowl price in the world it just it it didn't work it didn't work out you get three I think the ticket was plus 160. So with the deposit bonus, you cut your stake in half. It was plus 320. I was able definitely to get some money down on the Rams and stuff to balance it out. But yeah, you take that deposit bonus again because your stake is half yours, half the bonus. You basically doubled your odds. Right. So you bought a, a prop swap ticket or you had your own ticket from a casino on the Bengals? Oh, no. I bought a, a ticket off prop swap. Got it. Got it. Um, yeah, I mean that that team was that was the biggest underdog in NFL history to go to the Super Bowl. Like no NFL team ever has been 301 odds and went to the Super Bowl. It's never happened. And that was just, you know, a lot of people sold those tickets on props off and like like you know, we we talk about this a lot like just because you're selling your Bengals ticket before the Super Bowl doesn't mean you can't go rebet the Bengals. Right. So like take you, you take a hundred X. So you got them at 301. You're selling them at like three to one just for easy numbers. You're making a hundred X on that Bengals ticket. Go take say we pay you eight grand. 
Go take six grand of that and just go rebat the Bengals at plus, you know, 140. Right. So then you're still cheering for Cincinnati and hoping they win. Of course, we know Los Angeles won the game, but you've come so far, lock in some cash and then just take the money we're giving you and go rebat them on that, whatever the current line is on the Bengals. Oh, yeah, yeah you're talking sure. about the NBA MVP market. Prop shops are a great way to get out of some tickets. I mean, that the MVP favorite changes every couple of days at this oh, point. God. And there's definitely some people with double digits on Giannis, nice numbers on Jokic, I'm sure. Um, I, your B tickets probably aren't worth too much at this point. But, you know, it's a great way to go out there. If you have some of those tickets and you don't feel like sweating this MVP thing, go and put them on prop swap. People scoop them up. Yeah, well, I mean, Embiid's still around three to one. So, and he had what he dropped like forty earlier this week, I believe. Like, I think he's still in the mix. And you know, remember that Jokic won last year. So, like, is there a higher hurdle that Jokic has to clear versus Embiid because he's never won one? I think yes. I think Jokic does have a slightly higher hurdle that he has to clear to repeat because I do think voters like to share the award around. I think it sells tickets. The Sixers will be happy. They can say our our star players won the MVP. I think the, the voters like that. It's good for revenue. Um, but yeah, people ask us all the time, when when should I sell my bet? Like, what's a good rule of thumb on when I should sell my bet? And to your point, Embiid was minus money for three months from like January until the end of March. That would be when you should sell your bet at the halfway point of the NBA season. You can sell at minus money with four months of basketball still remain to be played like that would have been an optimal time to do that and it goes for any bet if you can get a golfer this weekend if your ticket ever goes to minus money unless it's on 18 on sunday i would highly encourage you locking in that cash because you're just leaving so such a small margin of money on the table by selling if you can sell at minus money relative to you know what you what you initially bet um but yeah, to your point, I, I there's still time to sell some Embiid tickets. And I, I think he's still got a shot. And Giannis has came out of nowhere. Giannis was like 80 to 1 in December. They were just uh, starting so slowly, the Milwaukee Bucks were. Um, and now he's like 5 to 1. Um, it's It's been such a shift for him. It's, it's what I said all I year. In the Alex. 30s. I mean, there's, there's definitely some people with some big numbers out there. Oh, yeah. There's nothing worse than sweating those award markets. Last year's coach of the year, there are people that had Monty Williams tickets just crying. Tom Thibodeau comes out of nowhere. And one of the worst coach of the year picks probably of all time. That, that was super – I think those we, we did the show, Alex. And, like, we, we just went back and forth between the two. And then you're like – and Tibbs is, like, right there too, but no one's going to vote for him. And then, like, just – yeah, it was, like, the most outstanding player award for the final four the other day too. Like, award markets are – you don't want to get too deep into some of that yeah. where you have some people that maybe aren't thinking clearly on how they're voting. But – uh Agreed. And then, I mean, good good point in the golf thing. I think that's the biggest thing you want to hammer home on golf. Unless it gets to a playoff with two men, you can't hedge golf. You just can't. Yeah. Like somebody, you try to hedge somebody with the lead, there is somebody is going to come out of nowhere and shoot a 63 and ruin your day. I've tried doing it. Like you can't hedge golf. It's so difficult unless somebody offers a no market. And then usually those are so expensive that you need a shitload of liquidity to take yep. advantage. So, I mean, really, this is the way to hedge a really good golf ticket is to take advantage of uh, um, prop swap for sure. Yeah. Yeah. I think uh, looking at last year's leaderboard. So, you know, Zalatoris finished in second place. He was 50 to one to start the Masters last year. And if you use PropSwap, you absolutely could have made 10x on your money by buying a Zalatoris ticket and then you know buying it 50 to one and then selling it five to one. 
And if you don't use props, if you just bet at a, a usual sports book, you made $0 betting on Zalatoris. And he came in second place. The guy was two strokes back from winning the Masters, and you walk away with nothing. It's just like, it's be so painful to have something like that happen. Shoffley finished third. Shoffley was around 25 to 1 last year, and he finished at odds of 3 to 1. So again, like you could have made 8x by selling a Xander Shoffley ticket if you use a secondary market. And if you don't, you walk away with nothing. Like it's just, it's be a difficult thing. You spent all weekend following this tournament, you walk away with $0. Yeah, it's it's putting some pain in my chest because I had an Usti ticket at ninety to one um, when Rom overtook him that day. That uh, he was ninety to one pre-tournament there. I took second in all the all the majors except Augusta. So we had yeah we had the old uh, ninety to one. T- and I was at the time I was doing I was helping out with a show for Matchbook, and so I mean they're you know I, yeah. I get on the show next week and the guy's like oh man yeah you could have you probably bought your way out of that pretty easy I'm like no we don't have exchanges here like yeah, I get, no, yeah you guys could have just absolutely bought your way out of that it's like don't have that option but yeah that would have been that would have been a good way to do things is yeah as he was up by a couple strokes I probably could have sold that ticket for even money at that point so um before we let you go anything anything else worth mentioning I mean I did mention uh, promo code betspurts Hundred percent deposit yeah. bonus, like the you know, real quick. Like, there's a tiger fifty to one, uh-huh. two hundred bucks. You deposit a hundred bucks with the promo code. You Luke here pays the other half of it essentially, and you have yep. tiger at a hundred to one. Those hundred yep. ones are gone unless you go buy that ticket. So there's only one. So somebody go grab it. Exactly. Um, if you use that deposit bonus, you're literally getting tiger woods at a hundred to one odds. Like that's the best price in the universe. Um, a lot of Scheffler tickets getting posted. Some JT ticket, JT at 10 to 1. So if you use that bonus, you're getting 20 to 1 on Justin Thomas. That's an amazing price. Cameron Smith, same situation. He's 12. If you use the bonus, you're getting 24 to 1. Um, Brooks, you can get Brooks at 14. Use the bonus, you're getting 28 to 1. So, um, yeah, I mean, this this is the time. Like, you know, we hear all the time, well, you know, prop swap and futures, like it takes a long time for these bets to increase in value. Of course, the Cincinnati Bengals, they were 301 in September. It takes five months for that bet to be in the money, right? From September to, to the first week of February. I get it. But in this situation with golf, it's literally happening in two days. So, you know, these long shots will ha- will be available now, Wednesday, Thursday, and then they get into the money in two days. So this would be the time to jump on a secondary market golf is is built for for prop swap yeah for sure especially the the timing people want that instant buck they don't want to yes. wait five i mean yeah. I there, there are plenty of people with patience i have patience but it's a lot more fun when you can flip a ticket in three days of course of course so. cool well thanks a lot for joining us again luke uh, enjoy the masters man enjoy these next four days enjoy the nba playoffs next week and we'll talk again sometime thanks guys you too thanks for having me on We're usually on the we're not we're on the stream yard today, so I don't have my side banner and I've lost my place because I closed the tab. <laughs> I'm not even sure what sport I want to do next. We'll do some picks here to close well, you it don't out. Get to choose, I almost said close it out for the week. It doesn't feel like a Friday. <laughs> no, no. The Lakers just the playoffs, so everything oh, is new. My God. Everything is beautiful. I'm gonna have to get a Lakers miss the playoffs. Maybe I could do that. I'll get a jersey with Lake, the personalized in the, the back. Playoffs jersey. Oh yeah, like with this year, with this year on the back of it. And it says eliminated 
at the in the name tag instead. Yeah, of I'll, get, I'll get I'll get the name will be eliminated, and then for the number it'll be I'll try to put this number on it. Ooh. Yeah, that that is a very very heavy dose of Schadenfreude to use on a custom jersey, but I like it a lot. Um, I will have a ton more Masters bets eventually today. I have a bunch lined up. I have a couple that I've already talked to people in the deep dive. Gen's Discord a little bit about last night. I have some of them that are going to be over in the Betsperts Golf Discord for sure. I'll write an article. I'll talk about more. Really, Zalatoris, 35 to 1 is the only outright I'm sitting on. I haven't even really posted that. I've been so damn busy. Just been a busy week getting ready for the Masters. But Sam Burns, top 20. I use a couple of things when I'm looking for guys to bet. And he meets so many of these. And then also at the same time, you can do something where you take maybe a, I don't, I want to call it like not a wisdom of the crowd, but a compilation of sharp odds from sharp books that let you win a million dollars on the masters and then take some odds from some more recreational books. And I don't say that in a negative connotation, you know, the, those odds are going to be a little softer. The limits are a little uh, smaller and the, you know, they're, they're the people that bet into them, maybe they're not going to be as sharp. So you can definitely take a comparison and find some guys like where is, you know, bookmaker much lower than some of the recreational books and just start. If some of that stuff matches up along with, Hey, here's a guy who can put his ass off. Plus he's a great ball striker. And I think he's peaking. Like that's just the perfect storm for a Sam Burns bet. So Sam Burns top 20 plus 150. I think DraftKings was the best price in the legal markets. You can find some 150s elsewhere in the offshores if you look hard enough. And this is this is one I just absolutely love. He took off the two weeks since winning the um, Valspar again. That's a double win for him. He won that two years in a row. I like that he just took the time off, knowing you know this is a this is a big this is a big tournament for me. I got to get this. I got to get this done this time. I'm I'm starting to come into my own. I can play with the top players in the world. So took off the time, fresh, ready to come in, take on Augusta. And I am still scared to bet him to win. So top 20 plus 150 sounds real good. If you got the, if you got the huevos, maybe an outright ticket, maybe a top five, top 10. I'm pretty risk averse when it comes to, uh, you know, a guy with this little experience at a course like this, but just that one so far, I'll have more out later today. I can dig it. I'm ready. I need to start getting into that. It's as distracted as I am about the Lakers today. I've got some masters work to do. That was, I mean, the whole timeline was celebrating. It was, it was pretty funny. So uh, NBA tonight though. um, I don't really, I was happy about that. I was really sad to see the Timberwolves get the shit kicked out of them as a 12-point favorite. Really bad result. Washington just couldn't miss. I watched part of that game. Washington was just hitting everything. Sometimes that's, you know, it's a game of runs, and it was four quarters of runs for Washington. But we digress. We move on to tonight, and you've got a couple of looks in the association as we wind things down here. Yeah, yesterday, kind of funny, a 1-0-1 day, I think, had a miracle push in the Hawks-Raptors game with our over there and got the Jazz-Grizzlies over. Very, very comfortable. But a couple looks today in the association, a small slate, five games. Of course, I've picked at least two of them. Um, Like the Pistons tonight, um, 
again, as I mentioned this before, I think the change in the lottery odds and things like that have left some of these younger teams more willing to be competitive in these games. The Pistons at home tonight against Dallas, a really awful scheduled spot for Dallas. I'm curious to see if, um, you know, some Mavericks players are missing tonight. I wish Jeremy Grant was playing for the Pistons, but overall I have this much closer, like four or five points. So Pistons plus eight or better looks pretty good to me. And the Hawks, I'm going to keep finding ways to take these Hawks overs. I mean, I thought maybe about the full game over, but should be a down spot here for the Wizards after that incredible performance last night. But the Wizards haven't really stopped anybody on defense. The Hawks should put up a huge number tonight. I had this closer to 126. Um, probably close, as I started to whittle it down, got it to 125. But I think over 122 is a great number here. If you don't have team totals, you want to play the full game over, that's fine too. But I think the team total angle is a little better tonight with the possibility that Washington um, misses. And uh, Halt, we got uh, 14 to 1 on the Lakers to miss the playoffs, I think is what I gave it on the show. But I may or may not have some 20 to 1 somewhere. <laughs> And frozen four picks tomorrow? Why not? We'll do some frozen four. We'll talk. Did I pick the UFC. frozen four right? Did I get it right? Is it all two seeds? Um, the Gophers, <laughs> the Mavericks, the Wolverines. Who's the fourth then? Who's taking on Michigan? Um, is it a Boston team? It seems like if we're missing a Boston team altogether, that sounds bad. Denver. Oh, Denver, an old WCHA team. Maybe CCHA, I do not recall, but uh, Only Denver, Michigan, and then uh, the other Denver, Michigan's one semifinal, and then grudge match, Minnesota, the hot dish cup tonight, not tonight, tomorrow. The big Whenever. rivalry. Yeah, Gophers versus Mavericks, Cato versus the Cities. Denver's Where a great squad. Too. Like, it's it is gonna be a good it is gonna be a good frozen four. We'll get into that. WCHA was correct. Thank you, sucker. Picks club and I I felt like I misspoke, and I, you ever do that on air? You feel like you're saying something that's not correct, and you feel like an asshole, and it just messes with your head. Like when yeah. I said Sam Burns as a debutante at the Masters this year, and then I said he won the Valspar, and he won it last year too, which is correct. Winning a tournament with full FedEx points gets you into the Masters. And I said to myself, no, why wouldn't he have played the Masters last year then? Was he hurt? I had to go look at the schedule while you were talking. The Valspar was at a different time last year. It was in May. So he literally won the exact same tournament twice since the Masters has been played before, you know, since last year's Masters. He's won two Valspars since we last played at Augusta in May and then again here in uh, in March. So And he won Sanderson Farm. So Sam Burns has won a few tournaments. He's in several different ways. So it made me feel better that I was correct. Um, soccer. UCL just because it exists. I'm Got usually it. pretty good about betting both games. I just don't have anything for the other one. And this one is, I'm even a little tentative with this one. Um, I watched the match the other morning against my Brentford Bees. What a performance by them. I mean, that was just, that was just the Bees playing at their 100% level. And then once Chelsea was down, it just kind of got ugly. But yeah, Chelsea coming off a really ugly loss, but in a much, you know, a much more important spot here. You know, losing a league match like that is never good. But against Real Madrid here, this is a big one as we start in, you know, we're in knockout play. This is a home, a home match and getting a decent money line on them. I like them to bounce back. Yeah, Havertz, any goal scorer. I don't know what that price will be for the young German. I did see uh, one book was boosting that. I saw somewhere across the timeline there was a boost on uh, Kai to score where you were getting like, 
I think three to one maybe, which was a, a little bit better price. The other one's tough because it's Bayern on the road, and they're they're big road chalk. Like, why is the total look? only three? In the in the Villarreal one? Yeah, it's every Bayern total is three and a half. I've never seen it three. It's never three. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe uh. Maybe just the a lot of these. I looked at Villarreal results. A lot of them were lower scoring, so maybe that's the maybe that's the game plan. If someone has a bet in that, I'd be willing to place it if they put it in the chat because um, I like to play both of them. But a lot of the results were some lower scoring teams. So your Bayern money line plus under four and a half. I don't hate that. And under in a Bayern game, let's get weird. But yeah, they're like um, I have decimal odds up, so it's plus one one point six. Which is why yeah, minus one minus yeah minus one ninety four I don't know somewhere around there minus one ninety one ninety we'll call it, we'll call it that and they're you know that's tough that's tough to lay something like that on the road even in a a knockout one because I mean Byron can just draw here go home for the second leg beat the shit out of this team and move on with their life so I don't have a play in that one so just Chelsea money line for me and that takes us back to. Charleston. Beautiful, beautiful Charleston. Charleston one or Charleston two? Is there just the one Charleston this year? I'll have to go look. I'm not sure how big many Charlestons there are. But just just the one Charleston. Just one. There might be another one. I don't know. It's. I all, think those I... were like fill-in tournaments, weren't they? Just to fill the schedule in last year with the the COVID stuff and the the Sunshine Double was split up weird. So all no right, Charleston. It's a mess. But yeah, a couple picks in Charleston. Nothing in Bogota. Got the clay tournament down there. Keeps going. Um, one of our outrights lost Schmedlova, but we still have Osorio Serrano. Uh, fighting for us hard there in the altitude. But um, two plays in Charleston, an underdog, again, going to kind of keep playing these. Linda Fruvertova goes against Belinda Benchich. Now, Benchich showed a lot of heart and determination winning her first round match. Loses the first set to Wang Jinyu, um, and I think was down a break in the second set. Fights all the way back to win that match. So maybe she's here and playing seriously, so we don't quite have that edge today. But I really like Fruvertova. She's a young player. Again, one of these kind of, I think she's only eight. 18, maybe 17, but one of these teenagers that we've seen on the tour time and time again over the past couple years pop up and, and just blow through some of these smaller tournaments. Now, it's a 500. It's not maybe a smaller tournament, but Fruvertova is somebody who's going to start winning events in the WTA Tour at some point. I don't think it's this week, but I really like her in this match. These are good conditions for her. She's really playing some great tennis and kind of peeking here a little bit. And I have this less than plus 200, so happy to grab plus 250. I had it closer to three and a half games, maybe an a, a, an expensive four, so like the four and a half there. I think you can even get four and a half at less than standard juice if you poke around. And then Zhang Quinyen, it's okay. There's only one Zhang. It's the only Zhang in the tournament. She is minus 130. Um, a really nice spot for her. She can, Again, we've got her in an, as an outright this week, and I don't mind doubling down. It's just a really good spot for her. I had this match closer to minus 150, so we'll take Zhang there as well. I, uh, I don't always play your bets. And it's not a lack of faith. It's that I forget sometimes. <laughs> and I love having tennis action because it's just fun. And you do well. I mean, just let's face it. You're a good tennis better. But when it's you say I'm doubling down on a uh, on an outright, like I I make time. 
I, I just love those. I, I feel like there's just this, I don't know, It's maybe it's my head. Like there's this boost of confidence. Like, oh man, he's putting more money on this one. I'm, I'm all in on this one. So that one obviously starts shortly. So look for Zane quickly, I believe. Yeah, I'm pulling, I'm pulling. I have a, I have a book up right now. So um, with that, yeah, it says little rain in Charleston, a lot of rain in Augusta. The uh, sub air is working oh, overtime. It's it might it might screw with the par three contest. We may not have that this week if it continues to thunderstorm, which stinks. I love the par three contest, but yeah, I know I I really do too. But it looks like the weather should at least move out of the area by tonight, and the tournament should be okay outside of some really windy Friday afternoon conditions. So this the next time I join you, I'll be uh, watching golf on a different screen while I'm broadcasting. We'll see hey, you join tomorrow. Us tomorrow. Watch the Masters while we try yeah, to do watch, the show. Watch the Masters with us tomorrow. Uh, watch the Masters with Dan and I this afternoon as we'll go through the course on uh, on the Nintendo, the Wii. It is one of the best. Uh, it's a user-created course. It's better than the people who made the game make courses. It's so much detail. It's gorgeous. I'm really going to – I think we're going to take our time going through uh, 18 and Augusta Day. It's it's so well done. So check that out this afternoon. And then also a, a nice little roundtable over at Betsports Golf later too with a, a fun special guest from across the pond. And with that, hit some thumbs up. Do do the thumbs up. Subscribe the to the YouTube. today. Yeah, th- if, Lakers fan, thumbs up. Thumbs up if you hate the Lakers. Let's go. <laughs>